the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I see my name in shiny lights, yeah, a different city every night, oh, I, I swear, the world better prepare for when I'm a billionaire. It's time to get down to business on the weekend's number one business program. Known as the king of networking, your host, Shalom Klein, has worked with thousands of entrepreneurs and created countless jobs. So, to success, let's get down to business. We are all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship and business. We talk a lot about business here. You're on with Get Down to Business, and I'm your host, Shalom Klein. Remember, you can always download podcasts from Get Down to Business on my website at shalomkline.com. And while you're there, don't forget to follow me. On Twitter, at Shalom Klein, it's going to be a jam-packed week of content and information you will not want to miss. It's a live show. You can call into the studio, 312-642-5600. And remember, we are powered by our good friends at Tandem HR, your solution center. You can find them online, tandemhr.com, or give them a call, 630-928-0510. And indeed, it is a jam-packed lineup of guests, uh, lots of great content and information you don't want to miss it, so let's get right to it. My first guest is the founding partner of Bollywood Grove, Ajanta Chakraborty, uh, again from Bollywood Grove, a fascinating, fascinating company, doing fan- offering fantastic services, classes, and uh, Ajanta and I were introduced, and I have to say I've just been amazed by all the emails and the schedule of programs and the reach of everything that you're doing. Great niche. Ajanta, welcome to Get Down to Business. Thank you. Absolutely. So, Ajanta, before we talk about what specifically you do, I have to find out what's the story behind uh, behind your business and and how you uh, how you decided to start a business called Bollywood Grove. There must be some inspiration. Absolutely. I mean, I grew up in India, so you know, Bollywood was sort of part of what you are um, when because you're surrounded by it. Um, and, uh, but it was something, you know, Bollywood dance was something I just did on the side. Um, I grew up in India again, so where it's, it's very um, natural for people to follow either the medical field or the engineering field. And I did that. Um, but dance always stayed in my life. Um, I had so much passion for it. Um, I got my training in classical dance. However, I was looking for something which was very free form, something that didn't have boundaries, um, strict boundaries when it came to curriculum and things like that. And that's kind of what drove me to Bollywood. Um, and, um, you know, I came to the U.S. I was working in Silicon Valley. I had a you know, successful career in, uh, in technology. Um, but then I started doing it as a hobby on the side. So I would start teaching, um, you know, classes and so on and so forth. Um, and then after moving to Chicago, I don't know what it is about here. There's something about small businesses that really thrive in Chicago. Um, and there was something in the environment where I said, I've got to give this a shot. And so that's when I, I quit my technology job. Um, and then I went into pursuing a career in Bollywood dance um, full time and haven't looked back. Well, Ajanta, um, for those that are looking on your website, and of course, we'll share that website um, 
over the next few minutes. Uh, it's filled with a fantastic lineup of classes, and the blog, the uh, the news section on the website, uh, has some fantastic information. There's a recent blog that you put up about getting enough protein on a vegetarian diet. Some really, really informative information. But I have to tell you, Ajanta, I, I think I figured out the reason why Bollywood is uh, is is so popular and uh, and and why. Uh, why it's so necessary. I think it's because when you eat as much naan and as much papadum, you have to burn <laughs> off those calories. And that's why Bollywood dance is so important. <laughs> no, that's a good point. Um, but that's a restaurant style food. And if you went to an Indian household, you'd be surprised at how plain and healthy the food is. Um, it's very rich with spices. Don't get me wrong in that. <laughs> but it's actually a pretty, pretty healthy way of living. Yes, definitely. The, the restaurant food is, is quite a different story altogether. <laughs> so, Ajanta, let's, uh, let's, let's talk about what, uh, what you guys do. You, you have a, a program called On Demand Cardio. You have adults classes, kids classes. Tell us about mm-hmm. the programs and where they are located. Absolutely. So um, the thing actually we first started with was our cardio classes. So these are Bollywood dance cardio classes. And what I've tried to do is to sort of bring the joy of Bollywood, but without creating a high barrier of entry. I wanted to create something that no matter how much or how little you know about Bollywood or you know about dance or you're fit, it doesn't matter. You should be able to step into the class and have an awesome time. Um, you burn up to 700 calories in a class. It's a very effective fitness class. Um, and again, you know, it just makes you smile. The, the word joy is so operative at Bollywood Groove. And we try to sort of incorporate that in everything that we offer. Um, these classes are available in Loop, West Loop, Bucktown, and then in Evanston. So those are the four physical locations that we have. And as you just mentioned, we recently made these available online. Um, and it has a 10-day free trial, so you can actually go just subscribe and see if you like it. Um, and after that, it's $7.99 a month. And again, the price point is kept in a way because fitness should be affordable for everybody. And that's why it's priced so inexpensive, um, and it's basically a 24-7 on instant access. Um, you subscribe, it works on every single platform, so like Amazon, Roku, you name it. Um, and, you know, you can basically work out along with it. Again, it should make you smile. It should make you sweat. That's kind of the whole goal. Um, the kids' classes are something very different. So what we did was we could, of course, just teach dance. And we said, no, you know, we can do something more. Why not give them a much bigger cultural context? And so in our kids' classes, we have a very strong cultural curriculum. And so every session, which is usually about eight weeks long, the kids are not just learning a dance, but they're learning about some cultural concept of India. It could be a festival. It could be a city. Um, and they're learning these through the books that we publish ourselves. Um, and, you know, they're doing arts and crafts related to that concept. So, again, it's like a complete immersion, if you will. Um, these classes are offered in North Center, um, in West Loop, and then also in, in a bunch of after-school locations as well. Um, and the final thing that we do, which is sort of something we just got into, it's about only about a year and a half long ago, which is the children's books. Um, and we, again, we basically were teaching this content in our kids' classes. We said, why not put it in books so that you don't have to physically come into a kid's class to learn this stuff? And so to that effect, we created a whole series. It's called Maya and Neil India Adventure Series. There are six titles under it. And they cover um, festivals like Diwali and Holi and you name it. And it's uh, available through Amazon. So that's the one thing that is uh, completely online. 
Um, you can basically just go on Amazon and type Maya Neal, and the whole series should just show up. That's fantastic. What a great lineup of programs. And uh, indeed, uh, you are doing something quite unique. And, and of course, your focus is on is on fitness, which is so important. And, and your classes, as you said, you could burn up to 700 calories, really important. But it's also about putting a smile on people's face. And uh, it's a fun, uh, it's fun music. It's fun dance. And, uh, mm-hmm. and, and that's why you've gotten so much attention and so many great videos of some of the media attention that you've received is up there on the website. But Ajanta, I want to go back to the, to the business, uh, the business behind uh-huh. the, uh, behind the classes for a moment. Ajanta, you have, uh, you have a fantastic team of people, uh, working with you, uh, the instructors, your team, your administrative team. Uh, tell us a little bit about the, what, what makes the, the Bollywood Groove model a success and, and how it operates. Absolutely. Um, so the the team that works together every single day in one space is actually tiny. Um, so it's essentially me. We have one person, Priya, who now runs the operations for both the kids and the cardio program. So she sort of handles the brick and mortar aspect of it. And then we have Payal, who's sort of our administrative assistant and kind of keeps the whole back end running um, and smoothly for us. to. And they function. all share your passion, I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. You could not exist at Bollywood Group if you didn't have it. We are always doing 20 things at the same time, and you've got to have that passion to, to work together towards that goal, um, and that's the only way you would last here. Um, and then I have the instructors. The instructors are primarily, uh, in our cases, they are part-time instructors for us, um, and what that means is they all have a 9-to-5 job. They don't do this for money. And I have been so blessed in the way of finding these amazing people who are somehow able to motivate themselves and keep themselves driven week after week, month after week, month after month. I've had instructors who've worked with me for years, um, and they do this on the side, you know, a couple of hours a week. But in total, our team is almost 14 wow. people. And Ajanta, um, it's because and, you have yeah, such a strong yeah. mission, and that's why, that's why you're attracting the best of the best, and, and their passion and their inspiration, I know, is impacting every one of the people that are fortunate enough to come to your programs. But Ajanta, um, we are running out of time, and I want to make sure that folks can find your website. What's the best place for them sure. to learn more about all the classes and hopefully sign up and, 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 and get that whole schedule? Absolutely. So I wanted to mention that I created a special promo code just for your listeners. Um, and if they go to the website, bollygroove.com, again, it's Bolly, just in Bollywood, B-O-L-L-Y, the word groove, which is G-R-O-O-V-E.com. And if they go to the cardio section and they apply the promo code get down, because I thought you're getting down to business, you should get down to dance, you should get down to fitness and all of that good stuff. So you can apply the promo code get down. It's going to be valid for seven days from now. I want everybody to come and check it out. It's going to be $25 off. All right, again, fantastic. Again, check out the website, bollygroove.com and enter the code get down. I love that message. Ajanta, thank you so much for sharing your passion. We will follow your story and share more information on our blog. Once again, you're listening to Get Down to Business. You can check out my website, shalomkline.com. But don't touch that Dallas Chicago. Rob Brooks will be on Get Down to Business with me in just a moment. Get Down to Business, the show all about small business, jobs, and entrepreneurship. Get on my website, shalomkline.com. Follow me on Twitter, at shalomkline. And check us out on Facebook, Get Down to Business with Shalom Klein. So I'm thrilled to be joined by Rob Brooks, my friend, um, who, as uh, as his profile indicates, he advises business owners and entrepreneurs. Rob, welcome to the program. 
Hey, Shalom. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So tell me uh, a little bit about how you advise business owners and entrepreneurs, and more importantly, the story and uh, of why you do what you do. Sure. And uh, if it's okay with you, I'll start with the, the why. The, the passion behind it for me is um, my personal experiences, both growing up and seeing how my, uh, my ancestors came to this country, like many of us came from Europe. And uh, I'll share two or three quick stories with you. The first is my... Um, my family is from the west side of Chicago. My great-grandfather came here from, uh, from Vienna at the turn of the century, the 18th, 19th century. And um, he owned – he was a self-made guy, and he made uh, his money, and he bought apartment buildings. And what happened was when he passed away, nobody knows what happened with his properties. It didn't go to his heirs. It might have been collected by creditors. We have no idea. Um, another story I can share with you is that my, um, my father and my grandfather also owned a business on the west side of Chicago. And the 68 riots came, and they their store got looted and burned to the ground, and they lost everything. They had no insurance, and uh, they had nothing uh, left, and it was very tragic. Uh, the third thing is my uh, my wife's uh, grandfather was also a self-made man. He was working in the garment district in Chicago, and he became a dressmaker, had a very successful business. And then in the later part of his life, he was investing in the stock market, and there was a there was a crash, and he lost the great majority of his money. So for me, I have a lot of personal passion behind the work I do because I know how important it is for um, for people to protect and grow what they have. These are the moments that change who you are, and uh, I've had countless guests on this program that have told me that experiences like this have impacted everything about what they do professionally and how they interact with people. And clearly, these are those three stories, which, by the way, are very. Uh, inspirational, uh, clearly uh, made you do something about it. So let's talk about uh, about you and what you do, how you help people. What is Ibex Capital? Yeah, so what we do is we help companies, both entrepreneurs and business owners and startups, to really think about what's the, what's the end goal? How are they going to build their business? Who's going to be mining the store financially while they're out there growing what they're doing? So what we do is we make sure that all their financial decisions are coordinated and integrated so they're the best possible outcome. You know, I think about an author like Stephen Covey said, you know, begin with the end in mind. Well, it's no business in our, it's no different in our personal business as well as our, our um, businesses that we're growing. We always have to begin with the end in mind. And you keep mentioning, uh, again, helping people sort of plan for the future is that because people naturally don't? Uh, they, they're, they're so focused in the moment and so focused on their clients that they may not be thinking about themselves? That's exactly right. Oftentimes what they're doing is they're thinking about how can they grow their top line. You know, they're thinking about you know, obviously their family and, and their community and the things they care about. Um, there's a, what I consider to be like a three-legged stool in this whole process. One of the legs of the, of the stool is how do, we keep, how do we keep the business running if something – God forbid, were to happen to the to the owner himself. The second part of that is when we want to exit, we plan to exit the business. What's it going to look like? You know, when are we going to do it? What's the valuation of the company going to be? What's the way that we're going to capitalize on it? And then the third thing is how do we transfer either the company or the assets to our heirs? So we that's where we get involved is helping them design plans, implement strategies for the best possible outcome. And you just mentioned it, but the reason you do what you do is because. Uh if things would take their own course, often uh, often people would be so involved in the day-to-day operations of their business. And 
uh, continue to do what they do, which is what an entrepreneur should do. They should be focused on those areas. But that's why they partner with somebody like yourself. Mm-hmm. And hence that, that title that we started this segment with, Advising Business Owners and Entrepreneurs, um, which is so important. So are you only working with business owners and entrepreneurs, or do you work with other professionals as well? I work with other professionals. I have many attorney uh, clients, doctors, um, other professionals who are highly compensated that are trying to you know, grow what they're doing and also you know, make sure that they're protecting their families themselves. And uh, is your approach a, uh, a, a one of, a, I guess for lack of a better term, a conservative approach where, where, where you're uh, taking a, a very careful and methodical approach? Are you also helping them uh, gauge, their, gauge their risk uh, uh, comfort level? As That's well? a great question. So you know, it's a combination of the two. It's one is you know, the, best, the best offense is a good defense, right? So we're always thinking about how do we make sure that there's not something that is lingering that could take them off track. Right, like I said, if got a, got a plan for the business continuing, if something were to happen to the key people, right? So in that sense, we're thinking about defense first, and then we're thinking about how do we how do we grow their assets in a meaningful way that's not going to jeopardize what they're doing. And uh, your relationship with your clients is one clearly that requires a lot of trust. So what is the process when somebody sits down with you for the first time, which I hope our listeners will do, and of course we'll share your contact information, what's the, what, what sort of questions are you asking? How do you get to know their comfort level, and how do they earn that trust in you? Yes. So, so it, the process is we sit down and we talk about their situation, and we talk about the first thing is I ask is what's, what's important to you because we need to understand what, what gets them to work every day and why are they doing the things that they do. Uh, the second thing is, you know, what are they doing today to to get to their goals and objectives? You know, what are they doing to make sure that they're on target for accomplishing what they want to accomplish? And then we will go through a process of going through their documentation. We'll review their operating agreements, their buy-sell arrangements, anything related to the business. We'll look at their estate plan documents. And this way, we'll have an assessment of where they are today. And we'll see if they're aligned with their goals and objectives, and we'll make recommendations at that point. That's fantastic. Uh, so we're chatting with Rob Brooks, um, talking about uh, how, how he works with professionals, uh, advising them and helping them plan for the future, secure their future. It's probably uh, an appropriate term. But Rob, what I'm picking up from you is that you have been inspired, obviously, by your own experiences, by your family experiences, but you're also very well-read. Um, you mentioned uh, Stephen Covey earlier. Are there any other uh, authors or, or things that you've read that you would recommend to our uh, listeners as well? Uh, you know, there's so many books. I'm trying to think of what, what's come to mind at the Who moment. Who inspires you? Well, I would say my who inspires me really is my my family. You know, my wife she inspires me. My kids inspire me. Um, my parents certainly, and um, and just the the people I surround myself with, and uh, that's where I that's what gets me fired up and go go to work every day. But uh, there there um, there there's uh, one more quote that I think about that um, that I say to people who are ha- who are having success. And it was by uh, John F. Kennedy, who said, the best time to fix your roof is when the sun is shining. So I say that to people, and that's typically the call to action for them. I, I love that. What a fantastic quote. And uh, 
Rob, I know we have uh, listeners tuning into the program tonight that are, are young entrepreneurs, people are just developing their idea. Uh, maybe they have not even put it into, uh, into action yet. What advice, either financial management related or anything else, would you have for them uh, as, they, uh, as they set out to, uh, to, to stake their, uh, their claim in business? Sure. My recommendation would be to seek out and surround yourself with good people, both on an informal basis, perhaps mentors, friends, family, but also professional advisors who are going to be there for the long haul. That's great. And, and uh, you clearly have done that as well. Um, without mentioning names, uh, are, there, are there specific uh, types of professionals that you think, uh, again, an entrepreneur or business owner needs to be associated with and identify uh, early on? Of course. I would say for entrepreneurs, when they have to do their first round of funding, is a great time to start. But really, any, any time is a great time to start. But the best time to start would be early. And they may not have assets at that point necessarily to be investing or doing things with, but they should be thinking about the strategy. What is the end in mind? Well, and then for mature businesses, it's it's always critical to review. Just like they want to review their investment portfolios, they should be reviewing all their documents and all their plans on an annual basis. Great advice. Great inspiration. Uh, Rob Brooks, how can people get a hold of you if they want to continue that conversation, get that uh, that that advice that you've become so well regarded for sure of course the best place to get me would be my phone is 847-877-9427 and they could also email me at rob at ibexcapitalgroup.com and let's give that phone number one more time sure 847-877-9427 i'll appreciate you coming on the program uh, and sharing your advice we'll make sure people know how to get a hold of you Uh, If you want to share our conversation with Rob Brooks and the advice that he shared, both his own story, um, you can go on my website, ShalomKlein.com. We'll be posting the podcast there. Um, But Chicago, don't touch that dial. More of Get Down to Business will be coming on right after this quick break in the headlines. You listen to Get Down to Business. We'll be returning in just a moment. Welcome back to Get Down to Business, the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. And speaking of entrepreneurship and small business, uh, there uh, are, are so many people in this country that struggle with, uh, with hearing loss. And, uh, and my next guest, Donna Sorkin, is the executive director of the American Cochlear Implant Alliance, says that being deaf doesn't mean what it did in the past. And in fact, there's a world premiere of the documentary, The Listening Project, that Donna uh, discusses how 20 years uh, ago uh, cochlear implants and, and talks a little bit about, about the uh, developments. Uh, Donna, it's, it's a privilege and an honor to have you on the program, especially after the fantastic, successful uh, premiere of the documentary. Congratulations. Thank you so much. It was a great, great evening, and we were very pleased with the reception. Absolutely. So I know that uh, that certainly uh, deafness and 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 in hearing challenges is something that uh, that I, I don't think the statistics are as reported as they should be. But uh, so many people struggle uh, with these issues, and uh, and it it's a challenge in the world of business and in the world of employment. Um, tell us a little bit about what the listening project was all about, and tell us a little bit about the changes that have occurred over time. Certainly. Um, The Listening Project was a documentary um, that was based on 
15 young adults who had been patients of uh, an audiologist uh, when they were children, and she wanted to go back and see what had happened to them um, 20-some years later after she had worked with them as children. They were all uh, young people who had been born profoundly deaf um, and had benefited from what's called auditory verbal therapy, which is um, basically a parent-centered approach where the children are fit with um, the best technology possible, and then the family is is instructed on how to maximize language development in their child. So some 20-some years later, what happened to these young people? Amazing. They're just amazing young people. Uh, two of the 15 are physicians. There was a, a primate biologist, somebody who was a neuro, neuroscientist, um, somebody in the music business. I mean, they're just all over the place in terms of what they're doing. Um, very happy in their lives and just interesting. Well, well Donna, uh, um, I, I, the statistic is that only half of American children who qualify for cochlear implants actually receive them compared uh, to more than 90% in areas of Europe. And many U.S. pediatricians aren't even aware of the benefits of cochlear implants and won't discuss the option with parents. Tell us uh, about your work. I know that you're, you're the executive director of the American Cochlear Implant Alliance. You are educating uh, the country about it. So certainly the documentary is a big part of it. But why are we so far behind? Uh, we're far behind because in this country, when a child's identified and, and most of our kids are being screened at birth, uh, the individual who comes into the home, the early intervention professional, um, does not necessarily tell families about all of the options that are available to them. Um, sometimes they do, and they're you know, very comprehensive and unbiased about it, and some states do this extremely well. Um, some states, not so much. And if that person coming in, who's often thought of as a trusted advisor, says to the family, um, your child's deaf, um, you need to learn sign language, and doesn't mention technology options, uh, the family may, from the outset, um, not even think to pursue this. And so in our country, as you mentioned, only about 50% of children who could benefit from a cochlear implant are actually pursuing them versus in Europe and Western Europe and Belgium and um, Scandinavia, the U.K., etc. Um, in those countries, the individual who comes in and advises the family after identification is from the healthcare system, and those people are very good about explaining all of the options that are available. So in those European countries, it's 90% or more um, of children who are candidates actually pursue this. So we're way behind... Um, uh, some of this is just, you know, a difference of opinion about the, you know, what's the, how how someone should be deaf and and should, you know, is this something that should be fixed or should we just um, leave a child deaf to use sign um, or use some combination that doesn't necessarily involve a, co a cochlear implant. Um, and that's where we are today. That's well, you are certainly changing things. Um, you are you are uh, advocating. You're helping people identify a clinic. You're, you're talking about insurance coverage. You're changing the conversation, slowly but surely, um, making it easier and uh, educating uh, people regarding the options, which is so important. And a big part of that is 
the documentary, uh, the the listening project. Um, so, Don, I do want to make sure that our, our listeners can find more information about the documentary as well as all of the work that you're doing. Where can people uh, get get a hold of of uh, the uh, American uh, Cochlear Implant Alliance? I, I recommend that they just look at our website, um, and it, if you want, I'll. I'll say that now, which is um, www.acialliance.org. Um, they're right on the homepage. There's um, a trailer of the film, so someone can kind of see what, it's, what it is, and then you click on that. You can also see where to buy the film, um, and there's different versions of it. There's an educational version that's shorter that can be used in a school setting, and then the longer version. Um, there's also a lot of information on Okay, well, wonderful. Once again, that website, uh, ACIAlliance.org. Thanks so much for joining us, Donna. We'll be right back and get down to business. You are listening to Get Down to Business, the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. And I was, if I was to define in one word my next guest, I'd use that word creative. And I'm thrilled to be joined by David Feynman from Viral Ideas Marketing. Dave, welcome to the program. Well, I'm excited to be here. Absolutely. So uh, your team at Viral Ideas Marketing, uh, you say on your website that you believe everyone has the right to be fulfilled, believe in shared creativity, believe in the power of defining your why, and you share the message through the creative process. And you do things quite a bit different than many of your, frankly, your competitors that are out there. Let's talk about Viral Ideas Marketing. What do you do and how do you help companies? Yeah, great question. Um, So at Viral Ideas, um, about two and a half years ago, we really saw something broken within the creative process. And we noticed that a lot of companies wanted to create videos, but really struggled with the way in which they create it. So at Viral Ideas, we came up with a unique process for them to simply create videos um, for the modern media world, for Facebook, YouTube, and other social medias. And hence the name Viral. The goal is, uh, bottom line, people invest in uh in marketing because they want it to be seen and you help, uh, you help that. Is there a one size fits all approach or how do you work with clients to identify what the right look and feel and process for their, uh, for their video or anything else that you might be working on is every single company out there is unique, but the way in which we create videos for them um, and, and the way we've found that works quite well is it actually a defined process. So what we do is we try to figure out the unique stories within each business that allows them to be spread you know, in a viral way. And tell, uh, tell our listeners a little bit about some of your success stories and companies that you've helped put on the, put on the radar. We actually worked with a national telecommunications firm earlier in the year, and one of their main problems was struggling to get their brand out there. They're, they're a, smaller, a smaller brand. And we actually came up with a story of, you know, two kids playing in a field uh, with two tin cans. um, And the one kid is speaking with the other kids through the tin cans. Um, And as they grow up, they lose connection and they lose touch. And the one kid moves away um, and he actually goes, you know, spreads far from, from his best friend. And later in life, what happens is the kid is actually mailed um, a tin can at the back of the, and at the, the back of the string, there's a message that says, let's call me. And we actually released this video through Facebook, through YouTube, and the brand received a tremendous amount of success from it. And it really was from the process of figuring out why do people call each other and why do people connect online? And, you know, when we, when we figured out that message for that brand, that's when the real magic started to happen. 
That's amazing. And, uh, and of course, we're going to make sure that our listeners know how to get a hold of you and your team. Let's talk about that creative process, as, as you call it. You just shared one of those examples. But tell me uh, a little bit about the team uh, behind you that helps make the, uh, make the magic happen. What does the process look like? I know there's obviously there's a lot of words that go into a video. Who's involved in scripting? I know there's, uh, there's, uh, there, there's, there's all the imagery that goes into it. Who's involved and how does it work? So what we do, what we do differently is we like to say that we can take a, someone's website, take a few questions with their website, and come up with the unique ideas that are available to them. And the way that works is a company simply just sends us their site, and it then gets broken down into how they should use video for online and social media. Now, if you've ever been involved, and I'm sure a lot of listeners out there have been, in creating a video, you know that it can be quite the process between directors, producers, and script writers and storytellers. And for social media, you need pieces of content going out there on a weekly basis or on a monthly basis. So you need to be able to create content in a rapid way. So our team is made up of people that understand how to create video for a modern for the modern world, meaning that with a single camera or two camera setup, we can do what large production companies do with an entire crew. So a, a great solution for, uh, for any business, but I know in particular you have a lot of examples, and this certainly is something that I can relate to. Um, you highlight some of your examples of videos that you've done for events, um, whether it's a business gathering, award ceremony, a launch party, or nonprofit uh, event videos. Uh, some great, great, great examples, and uh, don't, don't uh, take my word for it. Uh, you can see the examples on the website and frankly, get a hold of my friend Dave Feynman to learn about how viral ideas can uh, can work with your company or your organization. So, Dave, um, as uh, as we conclude our segment together, how can people get a hold of you if they want to learn more and see some of those examples? Sure. Our website is viralideamarketing.com, and my email is dave at viralideamarketing.com. And our main mission is to help people create to inspire um, which means helping companies uncover their why through the creative process and through video storytelling. And I know, Dave, as, as I'm talking to you, I'm, I just got a text from somebody that, that, that's asking, uh, do they need to be ready to have that conversation before they reach out? And I know that, that you, you and I have spoken offline that they don't need to be ready because part of that onboarding process is that, is that discussion that takes place and whether somebody has a very clear uh, and concrete idea of what they want that video uh, to look like, or even if they're just, they just know that they need the video, uh, there's no point that's too early, and there's no point that's uh, too last minute uh, for the team at Viral Ideas to, uh, to assist. So, Dave Feynman, uh, appreciate your, your time, your expertise, your, your advice to our listeners. One more time, how can folks get a hold of you? One more time, our website is viralideamarketing.com, um, and you can also reach me at dave at viralideamarketing.com. Happy to answer any questions about video, how you can uncover your why through video-driven content. Uncover your why. What a great discussion. I encourage you get a hold of the team over there. And remember, Get Down to Business is powered by our good friends at Tandem HR, your solution center. You can find them online, tandemhr.com, or give them a call, 630 or check out the website, tandemhr.com. They have a fantastic blog with lots of content information. And uh, most importantly, they'll give you an opportunity for a free consultation on everything relating to the Affordable Care Act and regulation for your business. And indeed, there's a lot of regulation for your business, and nobody knows it all. Nobody knows it better than the team at Tandem HR. 
Uh, speaking of advice, we've got a lot of it coming up for you right after this quick break. Welcome back to Get Down to Business, the show all about small business, jobs, and entrepreneurship. What a fantastic lineup of guests uh, we had on the program today. We talked about Bollywood Groove. What a cool program and uh, and classes. Um, we'll link to that through our website. Rob Brooks talked about uh, financial education, and uh, we spoke with Donna Sorkin about um, the American Cochlear Implant Alliance. And finally, uh, Dave Feynman from Viral Ideas Marketing. Great discussion, great education. Always curious what you think. Um, so please get a hold of me through my website, shalomkline.com. That's where you can download podcasts from prior weeks on Get Down to Business and get a sneak peek of who's going to be on in future weeks. But speaking of loving uh, and appreciating uh, our, our listeners and knowing what they what they think, um, I wanted to uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about perception because. Perception is everything when it comes uh, to business. I have to say that uh, I'm always fascinated by how people perceive uh, and and what they learn from our guests. Um, whenever I run a networking event, and I do this frequently, whether it's my own events or I'm involved in facilitating an event for another company or organization, I'm always watching people's uh, reactions when people are leaning in and talking to each other. That's why I have put together an exercise that uh, it's called sort of buddy networking. I don't really have a great title for it, but uh, we're all used to at those networking events. Everybody gets up and uh, introduces themselves, gives their elevator pitch. And whether it's at a formal networking event or you just meet somebody randomly at a, uh, at a bar, um, you, you know, they ask you that question, what do you do? And that's your opportunity to explain who you are, what you do and who you're looking to meet. Or at least hopefully those are the uh, answers that you're providing. And hopefully those are the questions that you're asking. But I have to say that people are quite bored of me talking about who I am and what I do and who I'm looking to meet. People have heard me talk about me quite a bit. Uh, I'd rather uh, have somebody else introduce me. That's why I put together this buddy networking format, which really has worked well at different events. What I do is I try to match people up um, together, and I encourage them to take out a little sheet of paper, take out their smartphone, and write notes and spend five minutes getting to know each other and uh, learn a little bit about each other. And then when everybody goes around the room, instead of them introducing themselves and talking yet again about who they are, what they do, and who they're looking to meet, they introduce their buddy. They tell the the room or the individuals gathered at that event uh, a little bit about their networking buddy and who they are, what they do, and who they are looking to meet. What I've found is that people pay a lot, uh, a lot more attention to those sort of introductions because it's a different tone of voice and people pick up on different points um, when they interview you. So I know that I've heard that from some of our guests that I've asked them a question that, uh, that they haven't been asked before. And I don't know why I asked that question. Call me strange, but sometimes I just, you know, there's something that I'm interested in and hopefully I'm getting some of that information out of our guests and sharing it with our listeners. But I would encourage you in the week ahead, as you know, we like to end every weekend, get down to business with a little homework assignment, a little tip, whether it's about how to uh, conduct a better meeting, how to manage your time more efficiently and effectively. In this case, what I want to encourage you to do is spend some more time listening. Pay attention to the uh, to the people that you have a phone call with, that you have a meeting with. Pay attention to what they say. And, uh, and repeat it back after, uh, after they say it. And they may 
correct you on some levels, and you may actually find that they will be quite impressed and appreciative that you took the time, you paid attention, and you actually got it right. Maybe, maybe you could actually teach them a thing or two about how uh, how that elevator pitch can be done more effectively, but more important, you want to you want to actually see how people are perceiving how your uh, how your interactions, how your meetings are taking place. Are people actually getting uh, the information that you that you're trying to convey uh, in the way that you're trying to convey it? Uh, and uh, and give that a shot. Um, I'd be curious to know what you think. Get on my website shalomkline.com. Uh, once again, you can download podcasts from the show. You can get a sneak peek of who's going to be on in future weeks. As always, check out our, spans, our sponsors, TandemHR. Uh, visit their website, TandemHR.com, or give them a call, 630-928-0510. To success, let's get down to business. We'll talk to you next Sunday right here on AM560. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.